everybody, Marcus Tuttle here with Buy a House, Sell a House. Thank you for listening. I do appreciate it. Today we're going to talk about two things. One is Zillow. They have disrupted the real estate space for years now, maybe even a decade. Them and Realtor.com have changed the way permanently how real estate is done. The consumer is much more empowered to make decisions, see metrics, and choose realtors. They are further cementing their role in the real estate space by getting access to actual MLS records. And I wouldn't be surprised if you see a Zillow agent, not only Zillow certified, but Zillow agents. Previously, they've used this data to sell advertising and make space, sell advertising to agents, sell advertising to Lowe's and service providers within the real estate space and kind of associated with real estate. But now they're making the inroads to I think they purchased Showing Time, a major tool that realtors use to make appointments and show houses, as well as the IDX feed that they've gotten control of or uh, went to more of an IDX feed, the actual records from the MLS in order to uh, have more data, of course. And it seems like they are charting to charge for advertising previously it was free for agents uh, if you wanted to list your house on on zillow then you could do it for free or your rental property you could do it for free and what is their plan i wouldn't be surprised and i'm sure they have a plan to have a platform-based realtor to um, let's say you were looking at houses on zillow you'll be able to click a zillow agent and that's going to be on the back end but i think that's what they're after in the second part we're going to talk to Mike Riley with Introlin. Uh, you know, the quickening is happening with all this technology entering the marketplace. Things are permanently changing. Uh, Zillow is, of course, going to offer loans. However, Mike Riley with Introlin, they have a unique proposition, and that is to have lenders compete for your business, to have a very robust they own all the data. They're creating the data, and they're not borrowing anybody else's platform. They have created a loan platform that is going to benefit the consumer. You can still use your longtime local agent. They just get to enter into a platform and compete for your loan. The end result is the consumer is going to get a better deal in order to go forward with their refinance or credit repair or their purchase loan. And we're going to talk to him a little later, but let's go back to my original topic, and that is Zillow. What are they interested in doing? Are they the Robin Hood of real estate? Um, you know, this, let's talk about the Robin Hood happening or what happened with GameStop. The, the, these kind of disruptions, the real estate market is not immune from these kind of disruptions. Uh, the information technology is being used to make uh, trading free on the stock market and shift information flows and catalyze new business models and just change in the way that markets work. And housing is another big market. Again, I'm not making this stuff up. <laughs> I'm taking this from an Inman News article. and I'm highlighting what I think is importing. I'm curating this information. So I'm just using data sources to curate this information and bring it to you, hopefully in a way that is palatable to you and perhaps interesting. Uh, the housing market's estimated to be $32 trillion in size, which can be affected by the same sources as the consumer or technology-driven platforms to vastly vastly influence it 
you know, Robinhood's grabbed headlines to, uh, by empowering a new generation of day traders. That's the tech muscle behind stock gyrations uh, in GameStop, BlackBerry, and AMC pumping up these meme stocks. And this is the new class of day traders that just poked its finger in the eye of the long-established other influencers of the of the Wall Street hedge funds and billionaire founders that just gave the power to the common man. And so these these recent hypes in the meme stocks got might be cresting. The changes are not. It's not a blip. And markets aren't ever going to be the same. Bond stocks, previously illiquid assets, often can now be traded quite easily. And just because of these simple trading tools, transparency, algorithms, they can price assets better. And you got to ask yourself, what's next? Or how's next? Is Zillow the next Robin Hood? Uh, these other innovative firms are trying to make trading of houses simple and easy with the sellers being approached with Zillow's iBuyer. And someone like Robin Hood, they're doing it with fewer and fewer intermediaries like like agents. And, you know, Robin Hood was considered a rebel. It's a FINRA regulated broker dealer registered. You know, is Zillow the next Robin Hood? Uh, Zillow and other innovative firms are trying to make trading of houses simple and easy, like the, well, of course, like searching for houses and even for sellers, uh, the iBuyer program where they'll make you an offer and the tools that are built on their data and algorithms, they give consumers an edge in making smarter decisions about what and where to buy and for how much. It's information technology at its best. Uh, Robinhood is considered a rebel, but it's regulated by the U.S. Securities and Exchange um, Commission. And Zillow's recent IDX move and becoming a broker might be analogous to what Robinhood has done, becoming more legitimate and regulated with the bodies that that govern that govern uh, MLS brokers in in this country. And now it's got better access to all the information. And that's the MLS data with their entry into uh, getting IDX, IDX access to actual real estate listings. So what's, what's it all mean? Uh, Zillow and these other platforms are just depending on this legacy real estate infrastructure that's been laid for 80 or however long years. There wouldn't be a Netflix if we didn't know the, if the big telecoms didn't give consumers internet access. But Zillow, uh, making Zillow the boogeyman is not really the way to go. Uh, they're here to stay. It's not about one company. They're just the biggest, perhaps. But transparency is coming from all sides, and more data is being released about the homes that we buy and sell, and who's trading them, and information, who owns them. This information, forget about privacy. And this is going to be regional and micro level trends that we're going to be able to access and look at. And these companies that own the data, they're going to be able to manipulate it um, and they'll be able to leverage these consumer trends. So the heat's on the, just like wall street and the telecoms, the traditional real estate companies are feeling the the pressure. These mega industry lawsuits are unwinding the rules around broker cooperation and, this has been this 
club, if you will, this organization, these MLSs, it's just cracked it wide open. And there was a private organization of these business nuances. Now it's going to be subject to more transparency. And there's more info about commissions from that big lawsuit a couple of years ago and sales information. It's just never been quite available like this. So the heat is on, of course. And uh, whether Wall Street's the right analogy, it might be too soon. You know, the shift by the well-funded innovators is really clear. Like Zillow and Open Door became the transition when they got into the eye buying and just begins changing how things are done. They got to the consumer first, made an interesting offer, and been winning, winning the argument thus far. Uh, besides, uh, an interesting thing from an actual real estate full-service real estate broker has made a meaningful offer and and challenged the iBuyers, perhaps putting more money in in the pockets of sellers than the iBuyer. It's interesting since um, iBuyer, the iBuyer campaign with Zillow has been the most prominent. There is a challenger, and the founder of this tech platform, EXP Realty, Glenn Sanford, has argued that the cost to the seller versus the iBuyer or using the iBuyer is is much more than they could have gotten had they gone the traditional route of hiring a broker. So I've seen the car commercials, Carvana. Uh, it's just removing the haggle, and I suspect that people want to hit, hit the easy button. If you can hit the easy button and not have a long process of many different negotiations, I bet you're willing to let leave some money on the table and that is what Zillow is counting on. So I'll present some information about the challengers to the iBuyer, for example, and what these other tech platforms like eXp, which is a traditional brokerage at its heart, has done to make their argument and their offer to the consumer. Uh, back to Zillow, they saw this big opportunity to to move beyond digital marketing because uh, that 32 trillion housing market uh, wrapped in there is 100 billion traditional transactional costs, and these these fees are already being compressed. Like, um, let's say, well, let's just say real estate commissions. There's downward pressure on the real estate commission within traditional brokerage, just like Robinhood did to those trading fees. It sent those trading fees to zero. And I'm just guessing that that's what Zillow has in mind for uh, real estate commissions. If not zero, if they don't want some of it, their competition is, is pushing down on the real estate commission. So there's a big change happening in the real estate market as well. Maybe you're not interested in it, but it's definitely happening. Perhaps you will when you buy or sell. Let's just talk about for a second the travel industry. What happened with Expedia? It really just put a bunch of travel agents out on their ear. It really changed the fee structure and their roles. Once they were at the center of the transaction, they aren't the captains of the ship. I'm talking about travel agents. So technology is a major disruptor, and the consumer feels like they are the winners. And in fact, I think they are. I mean, all this stuff... Who doesn't go on Zillow? Who doesn't watch Saturday Night Live and see people skits about Zillow during this pandemic? People sit at home and look at 
look at houses. And so a better analogy for all these changes might be Netflix. Netflix figured out the consumer habits and captured the mind share first by, I don't know if you remember, shipping those DVDs by mail. You didn't have to leave your house. I mean, isn't outside over? Uh, outside is so over. I went to Walmart today and they brought my groceries in. I watch TV. I don't even think about going to movies. Just want to stay inside. But I'm talking about disruption and how it's just made things a heck of a lot easier. And I didn't have to, when I started getting uh, Netflix DVDs mailed to me, I didn't want to go to Blockbuster. And it took them a minute. Believe it or not, Netflix offered their service to Blockbuster. Blockbuster said no, not once, not twice. And I don't know how many times, but it was more than once or twice. Uh, Zillow's trajectory is got echoes of what happened to Netflix. Uh, Zillow's made the process easier. It's captured the consumer. It's now buying and selling houses. Like Netflix, they transitioned into producing their own content. And they're both moving fast to connect the dots on the entire transaction. Every platform's dream is to just zip it up and control it. So, who's the industry's blockbuster? Well, measured by the consumer reach and stock valuations, you might say that the big traditional companies and their worn business models are already reeling from these information technology revolution. I'll just say that Zillow's been offering to... Um, put your ad up there, you'll be ranked highest, and they've divided it all out by zip code and charge realtors uh, fee well, on a sliding scale to be a part of a zip code and to get ads or to have their profile come up in a, in a particular zip code uh, so many times. And they get a lot of money from realtors. They make a lot of ad money from realtors. But I suspect realtors are going to, figure out that maybe Zillow's not exactly on their side. And that's been a uh, lay of the land for quite a few years. Zillow shows up at trade shows and, and the trade shows take their money for Zillow to be there. And, you know, some people benefit from it, actually. Some people are, have been happy of it. But the more time goes on in busy markets, the more expensive ads get and it just becomes a money waste. But I digress that... I'm talking about uh, Realology, Keller Williams, and Remax. They're trying to figure out what to do next. And quite honestly, the franchise model is going to be needing to pivot. I don't know if they can do it. Uh, they're tweaking their business model might not be enough. You know, what is their Hulu, HBO Max, or Dis Disney streaming play? I don't know. Well, Zillow might not be the next Redflix, Netflix or Robinhood, but information technology is disrupting the real estate industry. Uh, it's just, it can be hard to see just how profoundly when you're so close to it, but just as Blockbuster. So that was a great article, and this was only a curation by me, but I agree wholeheartedly with these sentiments. I would like to talk about what one company has done and maybe a counterpoint against what Zillow is doing. And, and that's uh, Zillow offers. Um, 
Glenn Sanford is the founder of eXp Realty, a real estate platform, and is a large independent uh, brokerage. It's not a franchise model. They're, they operate the same, and they're nimble, and they've kind of seen what Zillow's doing and made a legitimate uh, counterpoint to it or argument or come up with something that perhaps the consumers would choose over Zillow. Just for example, uh, Sanford, he questioned the consumer benefit to Zillow offers. He he estimated that consumers are paying on average 11.4% in commissions when they sell to Zillow. He has been, this company's been in existence for uh, 12 years and it's actually who my my real estate license is affiliated with. I respect this man deeply. Uh, he's the founder of EXP World Holdings. It's the parent company of EXP Realty, which has an iBuyer platform. That's it isn't. He isn't sold. His opinion is that he he isn't sold on the consumer benefit of the of the nation's biggest iBuyer platform, uh, Zillow offers and Open Door. He had a Facebook post and he said, according to his math, sellers who sold to Zillow offers paid 11.4% compared to 5%, 5 5.4% they had paid with a full service brokerage on average when price and associated fees are factored in. He said he's pretty decent at math. That's a joke. And he said that I know Zillow and Open Door push brokerages like ours to come up with comparable offerings, however. I'm still not seeing how consumers are served when, when on average they're going to receive between 15 to 20,000 less net, 5 to 7% less from the total value of their home. EXP Realty has an iBuyer program. It's called Express Offers, but the difference, according to Sanford, is that with EXP Realty, an agent's parent presenting the consumer with the choice of what it looks like when they sell to an iBuyer versus selling on an open market. So given the consumer, not just one tool in the toolbox, they're giving them multiple tools on the toolbox. And that's my only problem with the platform. Data is great. Data is great to process and make decisions. Data does not make the decisions for you. They do not have judgment. You or some kind of guide really needs to judge. Not to mention that Whenever you hire a realtor, there's a lot of hats. There's a marketing hat. There's a technician hat. And the third leg of the stool is that once you've got the contract in place, then you still have to get it to the closing and create a project management system or a relational group of ad hoc team that that makes a real estate transaction happen. And... Of course, Zillow feels like they are heading toward having a complete system, and they may well be. However, technology does not have judgment. And that's how you really maximize things is having good judgment. And that's what I would propose to you if you are going to hire a realtor or use technology to make a decision is to either have good judgment yourself and make the decision or collaborate with your professional selling team is what I'll call it. Uh, let's see what else, Glenn. Uh, Zillow and Open Door employ licensed real estate agents. Open Door offers listing services through its Open Door brokerage. 
and Zillow has partner agents it's going to connect consumers with if they aren't interested in the iBuyer offer. And they lay it all out in the options for the consumer up front. Now, despite that, Sanford said a lot of consumers still don't understand the implication of selling to an iBuyer. There's a very small percentage of the market that should go to the iBuyer route. However, often home sellers get caught up in the excitement and the convenience of selling to an open door or Zillow that they don't truly consider the full cost and implications. For the average seller, the difference could represent over six months of full-time employment and be the difference between sending their kids to college or having money set aside for a rainy day or retirement. So, Zillow in its own attempt to bring some transparency around its offers and net cost to consumers put out its own study of the true cost telling to Zillow back in December 2020. Uh, many analysts have simply compared our service fee to the 6% agent commission cost from a traditional home sale. This is from uh, Zillow's chief industry development officer, Errol Samuelson. He wrote in a blog post, but this comparison using only commissions, a comparison using only commission ignores that a home seller has to manage or incur other costs, cleaning the house, staging, HOA fees, or the cost associated with the misalignment of a home sale such as carrying two mortgages, renting an apartment, etc. when selling traditionally. These are meaningful costs that add up quickly, Samuelson added. With Zillow offers, a home seller doesn't have to worry about doing any of these themselves. So the back there about convenience, uh, maybe allowing sellers to leave a little bit on the table. I think that that's what this Samuelson fellow is talking about. Zillow's own research took aim at the industry perception that Zillow is purchasing homes at a much below market value. They looked at 6,300 homes where a seller declined a Zillow's offer and went on to sell traditionally, finding that the home sold for, on average, 0.09% more than Zillow's offer. So percentages don't equal the number. Uh, some analysts have suggested that the traditional sales model will deliver far better value to home sellers than our approach. Samuelson wrote, the reality is that selling in the open market may not result in a significantly higher price than Zillow's offer. Well, I guess opinions vary, but that's what's happening. And interestingly, um, an interesting landscape that's emerging with real estate sales and the consumer is going to know more than they have ever known and be party to more transparency than has ever happened. So there's still the factor of getting somebody to fill out the forms to comply legally, to negotiate, and we'll see how it shakes out with these technology platforms. And what is going to happen is that technology wants to employ the agents and agents the professional agents want to employ technology. So it is a, it's, it's the wild west of platform versus agent, I guess. And we'll see what happens. People selling a house is usually deeply emotional and we'll see what the consumer does. All right. Well, now I'm going to transition to Mike Riley. I respect this guy. He's been in the business for over 25 years. He has went to work for Introland, 
a couple of years ago, and he's really been growing this business. There's nothing like it in the fact that truly using your local lenders, national lenders, in order to get the best deal for your loan. If you, there are credit issues, there's working on a component to be able to improve your credit, not like the previous ways to just write demand letters to your creditors in hopes that your credit score goes up to actually uh, coach you through the process of improving your credit score. And that is only one component of IntraLend. And the other part is, of course, the refinance. And the last one is to work hand in glove with your realtor to have a purchase mortgage and to facilitate your agent having the best tool to be able to negotiate on your behalf to get a house in this competitive marketplace to win your offer. And uh, this is all done on, strangely enough, a technology platform. This has created an ecosystem geared for the consumer's benefit to have banks compete to make offers for your loan after a soft pull of your credit is done. So please... um, Enjoy my conversation with Mike Riley of Intralin First Cloud. Mike, thanks for joining me on this on this recorded program. I really appreciate your time. Let me just ask you the reason that uh, First Cloud Intralin came to be. I know that the the guy that started it had a long career in the in the residential mortgage space, even on a national level. Can you just give us some idea how it came to be, Intralin First Cloud? Yes, Marcus. Uh, actually, thank you for having me here. And, you know, I, I love the opportunity to get out there and speak about the company as much as I can and help out the agents with the XP as well. Uh, the co- you know, the thought process behind it was, you know, kind of like you mentioned, it, it, the, the co-founder or the creator of this was the CEO of uh, a, a, a well-established mortgage company, probably in the top 10, probably still in the top 10. And he came up with this concept as a design to really allow the client to get the ability to choose the lender that they could do business with. Instead of having to go out to multiple sources, run multiple applications, figure out, you know, what different programs are available by utilizing intro and you now are going to put your client in front of three potential lenders that are going to all compete for their business. And obviously at the end of the day, when, lenders compete for your business, the client's going to win. And that really was the main attribute of why IntraLend was created, mainly to give power to the client. There's even taglines for, like, banks compete you in. It's not yours, but that's not a foreign concept to online marketers for mortgages, right? Absolutely. I mean, it's definitely common. You know, there are other companies out there trying to do it. Uh and we're just going to be the ones that kind of perfect it. You know, we try to make it a nice, seamless process. Uh, we have loan experts available to answer the questions that the clients may have. And then it allows the client to really understand what they're, they're moving forward with. A lot of the other attributes, they just see a bunch of numbers and they pick one. Well, they've never talked to anybody. They've never had any questions answered. So that they kind of are just submitting themselves into a black hole of the unknown. And at least with Intralin, we're going to take the time to talk to them. They're going to understand exactly where they're going into. And then even when a winning lender is selected, we're still here to help carry them through if needed. You know, we'll help answer any questions. We'll help with the process if needed. 
and they're just going to get nothing but a true benefit when it's all said and done. And technology's exploded everything. I mean, the quickening is really happening. Uh, I'm sure you're running up against people having a long-time lender or a salesperson lender that is doing a good job of keeping in contact with them. However, they got one, they don't have one product because a mortgage originator can place a mortgage like IntroLend can do. Can you talk about the difference between a local lender and IntroLend? Well, that's another good uh, component to this is the design was set up for the agents to be allowed to select the lenders that they want to bid on the file. So in turn, they still get to utilize their uh, local sources to help them do their business. But IntroLend is just an added piece that can kind of help facilitate or even come up with a loan program for the clients as well. Uh, The local piece is definitely a, a nice component to the loan process. But like you said, in today's today's technology world, it doesn't matter if you're sitting right in front of them or if you're sitting thousands of miles away. The client just wants to know that they're getting a good product and everybody's going to work hard to make sure their home ownership dream happens. And uh, when the individual partner, Interland First Cloud is a platform is what I would call it. And it's a platform where you have individual participants, including what you're talking about as your local lender. They have their lending sources so they do the best that they can to make an offer for your business and then they compete with another group of people who have done their best to get a good product and a good good pricing model for your business is that fair is that a correct statement oh absolutely and then again who is the winner of all of that it's going to be the client and can you i agree with you uh, can you talk about the ease of the application process? Because that's what your platform has done a lot of hard work and continuing to do hard to um, innovate within yourself to create a seamless experience for people to have one application process that does what is called in the industry a soft pull of the credit. Can you expand on that? Yeah, it, it's basically just like you said, it's, it's technology that is designed to help just make it like a seamless process. And during that process, we will, uh, we will do what's called a soft pull. So we're going to get a, basically a copy of their TransUnion credit report, and obviously it'll come with a score. We're going to put together the prequal information based upon that information, and then once the winning lender is selected, that is when a hard inquiry will happen on the credit report. So. We've, we give the client the opportunity to shop around with three different uh, pricing pieces without even really having a hard credit pull. And obviously, being an agent, you know sometimes if you're on that borderline and a client goes and gets their credit pulled three, four, five, six times, it could suddenly turn your potential homeowner into somebody that has to wait 30 to 60 days to allow some credit to come back. So that's by doing the soft pull, it just... It kind of helps us understand what are we working with and what is our path to help this client become a homeowner. That's great. Do they have to access, let's say, I know that I have a link for people to apply. Is that how they interface with IntraLend is by going through my portal or the agent's portal to um, get on board with IntraLend and start this competition process? Well, what will happen is you as the agent, once you submit the client's information, the client then in turn will get an account set up with money tips. 
That is the, the, the section of the app that will allow the client to complete their loan application at their convenience. So you literally could be fit, sitting in front of your client. You'll fast track the client's information. They're going to instantly get a link that hits their cell phone. They can go in, create a password, and then they can complete the loan application all in one step right then and there. And then once they get completed application, that's where the finance manager will get involved. We'll review all the information supplied. We talk to the client just to verify what was input in the system, and then we will gather the needed documents to proceed forward. We'll review those items, make sure everything matches up with what was disclosed in the very beginning, and then the file will go out to, to the lenders to bid upon. And Money Tips is a real kind of broad, it's not only like getting a loan, it seems like there's credit repair facilities on the Money Tips website. It, this is a real broad vision by you guys. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's designed to really, we just didn't want to be that one outfit that said, sorry, Mrs. Johnson, I can't help you and move on. We want to, you know, we wanted to take the time and come up with something that allowed, if that client is serious about buying a home, if we can't potentially help you become a homeowner today, what can we do down the road to help you become a homeowner? So with that credit repair component piece that's involved, it's just, it just shows that the serious clients, if you truly want to become a homeowner, we can help you go get there. Whether it's a three-month action plan, six-month action plan, 12-month action plan. But if a client is truly serious enough about, you know, proceeding forward to try to buy a home, we want to be, we want to be that piece that helps them do that. And, and you can enroll in a credit repair option. Is it true? I noticed whenever I just logged in to that for uh, just, you know, review purposes, you can get different levels within Money Tips. There's even a paid portion. Is that do credit repair? Yes, it is. It's uh, that's gonna that is somewhat of a newer feature to the app right now, and it's it's just gonna get better as we grow. Uh, depending on the serious or the intenseness that's involved with the credit repair, will determine on the path that you want to go. If it's just a simplified situation, we're generally gonna have that wrapped up in 30, 60 days. If it's a more intense, detailed, that's where you're gonna kind of run into a longer program. So. You can purchase, you can repair your credit and purchase, and you can refinance. Are those the functions of the Money Tips um, segment yeah. or that side, that portal? Uh, Money Tips, is that what functions it does? Anything else? At this moment, no. Uh, I'm not allowed to say some of the newer features that are coming out yet because this is tech that we build. We do not buy this tech. We have a whole team of engineers and IT people that are focusing diligently on making this an improvement uh, tool. And it's we've got some new exciting things that are going to be coming down the road. Here shortly, I'm just worried about this whole app just getting rid of the people component <laughs> and just moving everybody right to a, a closing table. And it, it's just amazing at what this thing can do. A couple of years ago, we were just explained um, by Intraland that this was going to mirror what has happened in the auto finance industry by doing an application with a finance manager and then having this finance manager be your quarterback to um, bring it around or shop it around to different lenders to to come up with the best offer. 
And is that as automation happened to the automotive industry? Is there still? Is it even become? Is the quickening? Uh, my word from earlier. Is it? Is it proven out to be that? It, it's proven out to be that, and and just getting even better. Uh, again, this whole thing was more lead designed for the client. Uh, we want to make sure that the client is getting a great loan product. They're getting serviced well throughout the entire process. Because I like to tell my clients, look, I try to make the mortgage buying process as easy as possible, seamless as possible. Because at the end of the day, the hard part's making 360 mortgage payments. Yep. You got a little buddy in your office? That's okay. It happens all the time. Yes, working for That's great. Uh, well, I've got some experiential knowledge with people, um, one person in, in specifically who got pretty deep into one of the internet mortgages. I don't know which one it was, but his fees were ridiculous. They were easily twice as much as what he could have gotten at a local lender. Uh, can you speak on uh, to that point? Am I am well, I yeah. correct? Are those are those? Do you run into online marketers having really uh, ridiculous fees associated with the loan? Oh, absolutely. We would call those third-party junk fees. Uh, the good thing with interim, we don't charge any excess fees. We don't charge anything above what a lender fee would be or a processing fee. Uh, if we go through an outside source, then it's just a matter of what their service fees would be. But I will say that to be even part of the platform, everything's going to be in line and intact and definitely be very competitive. I've, so far, I haven't heard anybody complain about any excessive fees or anything like that as far as interland, but I've definitely taken some calls in regards to what the fees have been charged, looking at other sources to kind of mirror what we're doing. How do they get away with that? People don't shop. They kind of get locked into that process and go ahead and go complete it. It just seems like yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, they may even have the tagline, you know, you know, we use lenders to compete for your business and still end up with those stupid fees. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, they're, as long as it follows under the RESPA guidelines, they're really not doing anything wrong. But obviously, you can control fees that are charged or not charged. And we just choose to make sure that the client gets a very fair product at a low cost to them. And we just want to ensure that they're happy and become homeowners. Right. I, have, I definitely have seen substantial amount of fees being charged across the board with with other situations or other companies right i was just curious because there's tons i mean you can't touch your computer and put in mortgage without all these um good marketing operations populating your browser and i was just just curious what's they, at the end of the day, they have to do business with somebody who's licensed in that state. And I'm just curious how the competition doesn't make it through to that. But uh, we can kind of depart from that conversation. It sounds like you've got a good product. And the customer, at the at the end of the day, once you've quarterbacked this loan, the soft pull, and it's the customer, you give them, you give them however many options come to the table with an offer. And the, the customer is the one that chooses the, the loan for them. Is that right? Absolutely. We're here to to just answer any questions that they may have. You know, the difference between interest rate APR, why is this one bid plate show a discount point where the other one doesn't? Uh, we try to get up to at least three bids. Uh, 
And then through those bids, we'll review them with the client. And the client is ultimately going to tell us who they want to go with, you know, because we're here to sometimes speed is more important than rate, you know. And if I know I have a lender, look, you, you he might be 0.125 higher in rate, but he's going to get you to the closing table 10 days, two weeks early. Some clients seem to want the speed over the interest rate. Because at the end of the day, when everybody has to compete, they're still going to put together a nice, solid interest rate. And then you have to look at all the other components that are involved with what it actually takes to become a, you know, a homeowner and buy a house. Sure. It, there's a lot more to it than what's my interest rate. Right. And one thing is really great with your tech is that uh, agents are able to take the pre-approval from Intralend and generate their own pre-approval letters. Uh, previously, you, there was a whole lot of back and forth. For example, if you were qualified or approved for 300 and you wanted to offer 200 on a house, you're running around with a letter that says 300,000. You may not want to disclose that to the person that you're negotiating with, the listing agent or the seller. Now you can just adjust that slider down to 200,000 and you, you right there you can print your own pre-approval letter. And it, I can't tell you the consternation that that avoids of having to just do this analog type back and forth trying to get somebody to um, agree to do it or get a hold of them to stop what they're doing in the middle of the day to generate a pre-approval letter for a, for a real estate offer. Um, that's one great additional benefit to having that intralin approval. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we wanted to make sure that you as the agents have the power to create your letter. You know, you don't need to call your local loan officer any longer. If we all know this market's hot right now. So if you're sitting there at 11 o'clock at night, ready to and prepared to put a submit an uh, offer in, you don't want to be waiting for a pre-approval letter to come over. You want to be able to instantly get that offer out because it's, it's definitely a volatile market in most markets. And a lot of properties are, are getting multiple bids and, we definitely do not want to be called up and told, do you realize that your pre-approval letter cost my client a home? So that was one of the pieces that we definitely added to the app when we, uh, after initially getting it started. Uh, a lot of the agents wanted to have that piece, so we worked on it. And it took some time, and we got it added there, and, it, and it's been a great tool. Well, it is definitely a time-saving tool, and it sounds like you got all the components, you know, competing for your business, not charging any fees on top of a regular loan, um, facilities for improving your credit, refinancing, purchase, as well as the uh, technology available to generate those letters. It, it really sounds like you are interested in scaling and efficiency. Absolutely. Scaling and we're going to grow and efficiency is, is, is the main piece of it. it. It takes everybody working together to make it all work. And, and with some of the new tools and some of the new things even coming, it's just going to be even better. You know, it, it's like having a bank inside of your hand. That's great. Well, they can access it on my website in the resources of simplifiedhomesales.com if you want to refinance or or see if you qualify or what kind of loan you want to qualify for. It's in the resources tab of my website, and, and you'll be in direct communication with Intralin and maybe even Mike Riley if uh if you're in the part of the country that he services. Uh, thank you for listening to this. And if you have any loan needs, definitely go to simplifiedhomesales.com under the resources page under Get a Loan. 
Mike, thanks so much for joining me on this program and explaining all about Intralend First Cloud to us. I know you're a very busy guy and I really appreciate your time. No, you are very welcome. And again, thank you for having me. And if any other agents need to talk or any even customers want to kind of get some information about it, feel free to reach out to me. You can contact me through Marcus and with a lovely opportunity to earn your business and help whatever mortgage transaction you need. We'll make sure it's the best one you can get. Okay, that's the end of our show today. Thanks, Mike, for joining us and explaining all about your mortgage lending platform to help consumers uh, coordinate with their realtor sales team and to have banks compete for your mortgage business. Also, to recap what we talked about is how these real estate platforms are changing the landscape of how real estate is sold, bought and sold, and the interaction between the consumer and these platforms and how it's going to change as we go go forward. Uh, one thing is for sure is things are not going to be the same. Something is changing. It has already changed and will continue to disrupt this real estate market. They've already signaled that they are in it to win it. So the consumer will gain. No, undoubtedly, this consumer will win from from this uh, from these big tech companies entering the entering the space. And the question is, how much do humans do, and how much do the platforms do? And I think it's going to be some kind of hybrid, some kind of uh, some kind of relationship that's going to reach some kind of medium as time goes on. So we'll see. Uh, meanwhile, join the subscription for Buy a House, Sell a House, and I will seek to keep you informed. Uh, thanks again. Have a good day.